What's up, educators? Welcome back to the Dash Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Gamage, and you might notice just something a little bit different. We're exploring these solo episodes and, and trying to get the office studio right so that it can be really comfortable and really engaging every time that you come and join us on the Dash Podcast. I am your host, Trey Gamage, and this is episode 196. We've been adding this value and and trying to provide quality podcasts for over four years now. Can you believe it? And this is one of the second major change-ups that we've really ever had. Um, The first one was the focus of just being a general podcast. We focused on how to make the pain in your life your platform for purpose. And now we're specifically focused on social-emotional learning and school leadership. So it's been quite the journey through the Dash Podcast, and as we approach episode 200, we want to update the quality. I feel like the the value has been there with over 100 guests on the show from a variety of countries. I think we've had a guest from about 10 different countries on the show and um, all kinds of different states. So As we get into episode 200, I want to continue to find ways to evolve, to adapt, and again, to add tremendous value and quality to your life. The one way that I've um, decided and seen that we need more focus is on the realm of adult social-emotional learning. If you're a regular Dash podcaster, then you know that SEL educators and adult SEL is just about all we focus on. How do we provide a culture? How do we provide motivation? How do we engage teachers to impact students? That's so important to me, and it's lost on me every time we can think about how um, you or a teacher going through a teacher prep program has no training on student SEL. None. In a four-year college, there is no training, maybe one state, matter of fact. Washington, D.C. has a program that includes student SEL. But as soon as we graduate and apply for our teacher certification, there are mandates and requirements that do involve student SEL. It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense that we expect um, new teachers, veteran teachers, administration, leadership to go into a school and develop skills that are so necessary for the world. Not just for learning in the classroom, but responsible decision-making, self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, social management. These are skills for life. So how do we begin to, or continue to rather, build a culture that motivates teachers to impact students? I took a few notes from an article on K-12 Dive that's titled just that, Culture That Motivates Teachers is Crucial to Success. There's a few points that I want to highlight here before I take you to a new announcement on the Dash podcast. If you're an SEL educator, you may have already heard it. But the first one is about setting achievable goals. How do we create a culture that motivates teachers and how that becomes more crucial to success. Achievable goals. Um, I've got a video that'll be coming out soon for in our SEL for PLC collection. You'll learn more about that. About setting daily goals. I, I know myself, a lot of times the ideas that I have in my head are a lot bigger 
than they are in reality. So there's occasions when I may have to record a podcast episode or finish a blog or um, plan a lesson or a meeting for my staff or students, and I just procrastinate because I think it's going to take so long. I think it's going to take two hours or four hours. But by the time I get started working, it only takes me one hour or 30 minutes. But there's just something, there's a governor like in, in your head sometimes that makes your goals seem bigger than they are. So to combat to that, I recommend setting daily goals. And even when you set daily goals, start, you can start small. Make your bed, brush your teeth, raise your hand. When you make your bed, you get to go, leave the house and do whatever you do in the world and come back home to something that you did right. For your classroom, can you make a goal to connect with three students today individually, whether it's a one-on-one check-in or um, at recess, at lunch, whatever the case is. Set goals that make life a little easier, make life a little better, make teaching easier, make teaching better, but are achievable. Okay, and a lot of times what I recognize is that we will start a day and not set any goals, parameters, expectations. And at the end of the day, you feel like you didn't get enough done. You feel like there's not enough time in the day. And you feel like it was just a wash. But the reality is, if you're not writing down what your goals are, if you don't have achievable objectives, then you are always and forever going to feel like you didn't get enough done. That, that's just the reality of the situation. So set achievable goals to create a culture that motivates teachers. Our expectation in the teaching profession, in the education world, are through the roof. We have similar standards that uh, you would have for an athletic coach. You know, we have similar standards as a corporation, but we're paid pennies on the dollar. We don't have time to plan. We don't have much flexibility to truly be professionals in our current or most current educational models. That's why the second uh, bullet from this K-12 Dive article is to make time for planning and reflection. We've got an episode about professional learning communities, but when you can take time to be duty-free, that's showing respect to our classroom teachers. I've been in a situation this year where I've had to teach pretty much the whole second semester as an administrator going in and really facilitating um, our coursework through virtual learning, but there's no time. I've got literally one hour in the day to not be with my students and to find time to eat, to plan, to go to the bathroom, all those other things. So I found a new level of respect. I've been in the classroom before um, at the collegiate level and I've have my own courses, but teaching five classes a day or even monitoring five classes a day is another level of rigor and expectation that can leave you feeling kind of crazy at the end of the day. So please, please allow your staff, find ways to allow them uh, time to plan and time to reflect. For example, at our school, PDMSTA, the PD Math, Science and Technology Academy, in March, we made the month March Gladness. So our teachers do have their regular planning period, but on, in March, we decided to give them an extra hour that they could take off. You could come in early 
from, excuse me, you could leave an hour early, you could come in an hour late, you could uh, take one extra hour off during the day, and that was per week. So every teacher got one extra hour a week that they could take off to reflect, to plan, just to be. And I know that that was so appreciated. We had you know different snacks for the teachers in our lounges and things, but just to be able to respect the profession, like Tabitha Wesley said in another previous episode, I think makes the biggest difference. We, we, we've got a tall task to prepare the next generation for success. And when we don't have time to plan, when we don't have time to reflect, it's hard to be my best self for my kids. And by the time we leave work and go on home, that doesn't need to be the place where we spend another four, another five hours planning and preparing for the next day. But how can we find 15, 30, 45, an extra 60 minutes a day or a week how can we find the extra 15, 30, 45, 60 minutes during our school day, um, even on a weekly basis, to be able to support our teachers with a culture that engages and motivates? And finally, with that time to plan and reflect or even to collaborate, you know, even with our PLC meetings, the collaboration is also oftentimes specific to an agenda that has nothing to do with the teacher's needs. It comes from state mandates, it comes from uh, test prep, it comes from wherever we have to have it come from administratively, but what do our teachers need? What, what do the people in the classroom need? What do they want? You know, so I think it's always important to get that feedback and buy-in because that helps us improve our management skills, right? When I can take time to pause and reflect and, and plan even, it allows me to separate myself from the classroom. Again, I've got another perspective here. Um, when you're zoomed in, when you're teaching five classes, six classes a day, it's really hard to zoom out and think about how to not take things personal, to how to um, not be in your feelings, you know, to remember if you're being biased or if you are showing favoritism. If you're in it that whole time, that constant stimulation from 10 kids, 15 kids, 20 kids, face-to-face -face and virtual? That's a lot on your mentals. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot on your mind. So how do we continue to rethink our management? And that's gonna come from giving time to plan and also setting achievable goals. So that, that's a good uh, piece of information. I'll share the link with you to this whole article, the K-12 Dive. The article is called Culture That Motivates Teachers is crucial to success. And I agree 100%. Now, on another note, um, our friend here at the Dash Podcast, Byron McClure of Lessons for SEL, has a brand new launch of SEL TV coming out on May 1st. I don't know about you, but I know about me. And it's hard to find great SEL videos for your students, K through 12. I've searched, I've looked, I found Lessons for SEL. We found a few different um, sites that you can use videos, but think about having a platform that's kind of like Netflix for SEL. That's what's coming out, SEL TV on May 1st. And we are so excited at SEL Educators in the Dash Podcast to be a part of the launch of SEL TV, where we will be, excuse me, well, we will be providing weekly 
SEL for professional learning communities. These are shorter videos that have actionable items specific for teachers, specific for you to use in your professional learning communities or on your own. We have these reflection questions. We have this time to plan. We address the personal, social, emotional skill development that you did not receive in college or that is not usually present during in-service. That's what we're focused on. Social, emotional learning for professional learning communities. You can check out lessonsforsel.com to learn more information about SEL TV. And we'll make sure that we put that link in the bio. Please go support Lessons for SEL. Follow them on YouTube for a new weekly SEL video lesson. And also follow them on Instagram for different updates. And check out SEL TV. I'm excited about this. I can't wait for this. This is like a... Um, I'd say a dream come true. I've had my own thoughts in my mind about a network of SEL, but the fact that they're doing it is, uh, is amazing, and I can't wait to be a part of it. Check out SELTV at LessonsForSEL.com, and that's what I've got for you today on the Dash Podcast. I hope you like the new setup. Um, we're still getting it together, okay? So I would love to hear your feedback. If you like this episode, or if you don't like this episode, Go ahead and leave a comment for me on YouTube, on Instagram, or on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, where we are. And that's a lot of places. Uh, but wherever you're listening to the Dash Podcast, I want to hear from you. And I want to see you next time at the Dash Podcast. Okay? So after you finish listening to this episode, go check us out at seleducators.com for additional adult social-emotional learning activities. And as mentioned previously, you can check out SELTV at LessonsForSEL.com. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. This is The Dash.